हेलो गाइस वेलकम टू यूपीसी टेल्स एंड नाउ यू आर लिसनिंग चैप्टर नंबर थ्री फ्रॉम द पॉलिटिकल साइंस टेक्स्ट बुक ऑफ क्लास एट चैप्टर नंबर थ्री व्हाई डू वी नीड ए पार्लियामेंट लेट्स स्टार्ट वी इन इंडिया प्राइड अवर सेल्फ्स ऑन बीइंग अ डेमोक्रेसी हेयर वी विल ट्राई एंड अंडरस्टैंड द रिलेशन बिटवीन द आइडियाज ऑफ पार्टिसिपेशन इन द डिसीजन मेकिंग एंड द नीड फॉर ऑल डेमोक्रेटिक गवर्नमेंट्स टू हैव द कंसेंट ऑफ दियर सिटीजन्स it is these elements that together make us a democracy and this is the best expressed in the institution of parliament in this chapter we will try to see how the parliament enables citizens of india to participate in the decision making and control the government thus making it the most important symbol of indian democracy and the key features of the indian constitution why should people decide india as we know become independent on 15th of august 1947 Preceding this was a long and difficult struggle in which many sections of society participated people from various backgrounds joined the struggle and they were inspired by the ideas of freedom equality and participation in the decision making under the colonial rule the people ha- had lived in fear of british government and did not agree with many of the decisions that they took but they faced grave danger if they tried to criticize these these decisions the freedom movement changed the situation the nationalists began to openly criticize the british government and make demands as far back as 1885 the indian national congress demanded that there be elected members in the legislature with the right to dis- discuss the budget and ask questions the Gover- government of india act 1909 allowed for some elected representations while these early legislature under the british government were in response to the growing demands of nationalist they did not allow for all adults to vote nor could people participation in decision making as you read in chapter 1 the experience of colonial rule as well as participation of different people in the struggle for freedom left little doubt in the minds of nationalist that all person in independent india would be able to participate in the decision making with the coming of independence we were going to be citizen of free country the, this did not mean that the government could do what it felt like it meant that the government had to be sensitive to people's need and demands the dreams and aspirations of the freedom struggle were made concrete in the constitution of independent india that laid down the principles of universal adult franchise that is that all adult citizens of country have the right to vote people and their representatives the take up point for democracy is the idea of consent that is the desire approval and participation of people it is the decision of people that creates a democratic government and decides about its functioning the basic idea in this kind of democracy is that the individual or a citizen is the most important person and that in the principle the government as well as other public institution needs to have the trust of these citizens how does the individual give approval to the government one way of doing so as you read is through elections people would elect their representative to the parliament then one group form among these elected representatives forms the government the parliament which is made up of all representatives together controls and guides the government in this sense people through their chosen representatives form the government and also controls it the above idea of representation has been an important theme in your class 6 and 7 social and political life textbooks you are now familiar with how representatives are chosen and different levels of government the role of the parliament 
Created after 1947, the Indian Parliament is an expression of faith that the people of India have in the principles of democracy. These are participation by people in the decision-making process and the government by consent. The Parliament in our system has immense power because it is the representatives of the people. Elections to the Parliament are held in a similar manner as they are for the state legislature. The Lok Sabha is usually elected once every five years. The country is divided into numerous constitu- constituencies, as shown in the map. Each of these constituencies elects one person to the parliament. The candidates who contest election usually belong to the different polit- political parties. Once elected, these candidates become members of parliament or MPs. These MPs together make up the parliament. Once election to to the parliament have taken place, the parliament needs to perform the following functions. Number one. to select the national government the parliament in india consists of the president the rajya sabha and lok sabha after the lok sabha a list is prepared showing how many mps belong to each political party for a political party to form the government they must have majority of elected mps since there are 543 elected members of lok sabha to have a majority a party should have at least half the number that is 272 members or more The opposition in parliament is formed by all the political parties that oppose the majority party coalition formed the largest amongst these parties is called as opposition party one of the most important function of the lok sabha is to select the executive the executive as you read in chapter 1 is a group of person who work together to implement the laws made by parliament this executive is often what we have in mind when we use the term government The Prime Minister of India is the leader of the ruling party in the Lok Sabha. From the MPs who belong to her, to her party, the Prime Minister select ministers to work with her to implement decisions. These ministers then take charge of different areas of government, functioning like health, education, finance, etc. Often times in the recent past, it has been difficult for a single political party to get the majority that is required to form the government. Then. they join together with the different political parties who are interested in a similar concerns to form what is known as a coalition government the rajya sabha functions primarily as the representative of the states of india in the parliament the rajya sabha can also initiate legislation and the bill is required to pass through the rajya sabha in order to become a law it therefore has an important role of reviewing and altering the laws initiated by the lok sabha the members of rajya sabha are elected by the elected members of the legislative assemblies of various states there are 233 elected members plus 12 members nominated by the president second function of the parliament to control guide and inform the government the parliament while in sessions begin with a question hour the question hour is an important mechanism through which mps can elicit information about the working of the government This is a very important way through which the parliament controls the executive. By asking questions, the government is alerted to its shortcoming and also comes to know the opinion of the people through their representatives in the parliament. That is the MPs. Asking questions of the government is a crucial task for every MP. The opposition parties play a critical role in the healthy function of the democracy. They highlight drawbacks in the policies of the government and. programs of the government and mobilize popular support for their own policies the government gets valuable feedback and is kept on its toes by the questions asked by the mps 
in addition in all matters dealing with finances the parliament's approval is crucial for the government this is one of the several ways in which the parliament controls guides and informs the government the mps as a representatives of the people have a central role in controlling guiding and informing parliament and this is a key aspect of functioning of indian democracy who are the people in parliament the parliament now has more and more people from different backgrounds for example there are more rural members as also members from many regional parties groups and peoples that were till now unrepresented are beginning to get elected to the parliament there has also been a increase in political participation from dalit and backward caste and minorities it has been observed that representative democracy cannot produce a perfect reflection of society there is realization that when the interests and experiences separate it is important to ensure that communities that have been historically marginalized are given adequate representation with this in mind some seats are reserved in the parliament for scs and sts this has been done so that the mps elected from these constituencies will be familiar with and can represent dalit and adivasi interest in the parliament similarly it has more recently been suggested that there should be reservation of seats for women the this issue is still being debated 60 years ago only 4% of the mps were women and today it is just above 9% this is a small share when you consider the fact that half the population are women it is issues of this kind that the force the country to ask certain difficult and often unresolved questions about whether our democratic system is representative enough the fact that we can ask these questions and are working towards answer is reflection of the strength and the faith that people in india have a democratic form of government thanks see you soon goodbye hello guys welcome to upsc tells and now you are listening chapter number 3 from the political science textbook of class 8 chapter number 3 why do we need a parliament let's start we in india pride ourselves on being a democracy here we will try and understand the relation between the ideas of participation in the decision making and the need for all democratic governments to have the consent of their citizens it is these elements that together make us a democracy and this is the best expressed in the institution of parliament in this chapter we will try to see how the parliament enables citizens of india to participate in the decision making and control the government thus making it the most important symbol of indian democracy and the key features of the indian constitution why should people decide india as we know become independent on 15th of august 1947 preceding this was a long and difficult struggle in which many sections of society participated people from various backgrounds joined the struggle and they were inspired by the ideas of freedom equality and participation in the decision making under the colonial rule the people ha- had lived in fear of british government and did not agree with many of the decisions that they took but they faced grave danger if they tried to criticize these these decisions the freedom movement changed the situation the nationalists began to openly criticize the british government and make demands as far back as 1885 the indian national congress demanded that there be elected members in the legislature with the right to dis- discuss the budget and ask questions the gover- government of india act 1909 allowed for some elected representations while 
These early legislatures under the British government were in response to the growing demands of nationalists. They did not allow for all adults to vote, nor could people participation in decision making. As you read in chapter one, the experience of colonial rule as well as participation of different people in the struggle for freedom left little doubt in the minds of nationalists that all person in independent India would be able to participate in the decision making. With the coming of independence. we were going to be citizen of free country the, this did not mean that the government could do what it felt like it meant that the government had to be sensitive to people's need and demands the dreams and aspirations of the freedom struggle were made concrete in the constitution of independent india that laid down the principles of universal adult franchise that is that all adult citizens of country have the right to vote people and their representatives the take up point for democracy is the idea of consent that is the desire approval and participation of people it is the decision of people that creates a democratic government and decides about its functioning the basic idea in this kind of democracy is that the individual or a citizen is the most important person and that in the principle the government as well as other public institution needs to have the trust of these citizens how does the individual give approval to the government one way of doing so as you read is through elections people would elect their representative to the parliament then one group form among these elected representatives forms the government the parliament which is made up of all representatives together controls and guides the government in this sense people through their chosen representatives form the government and also controls it the above idea of representation has been an important theme in your class 6 and 7 social and political life textbooks you are now familiar with how representatives are chosen and different levels of government the role of the parliament created after 1947 the indian parliament is an expression of faith that the people of india have in the principles of democracy these are participation by people in the decision making process and the government by consent the parliament in our system has immense power because it is the representatives of the people elections to the parliament are held in a similar manner as they are for the state legislature the lok sabha is usually elected once every 5 year the country is divided into numerous constitu- constituencies as shown in the map each of these constituencies elects one person to the parliament the candidates who contest election usually belong to the different politi- political parties once elected these candidates become members of parliament or mps these mps together make up the parliament once election to to the parliament have taken place the parliament needs to perform the following functions number 1 to select the national government the parliament in india consists of the president the rajya sabha and lok sabha after the lok sabha a list is prepared showing how many mps belong to each political party for a political party to form the government they must have majority of elected mps since there are 543 elected members of lok sabha to have a majority a party should have at least half the number that is 272 members or more the opposition in parliament is formed by all the political parties that oppose the majority party coalition formed the largest amongst these parties is called as opposition party One of the most important function of the Lok Sabha is to select the executive. The executive, as you read in Chapter One, is a group of person who work together to implement the laws made by Parliament. 
this executive is often what we have in mind when we use the term government the prime minister of india is the leader of the ruling party in the lok sabha from the mps who belong to her, to her party the prime minister select ministers to work with her to implement decisions these ministers then take charge of different areas of government functioning like health education finance etc often times in the recent past it has been difficult for a single political party to get the majority that is required to form the government then they join together with the different political parties who are interested in a similar concerns to form what is known as a coalition government the rajya sabha functions primarily as the representative of the states of india in the parliament the rajya sabha can also initiate legislation and the bill is required to pass through the rajya sabha in order to become a law it therefore has an important role of reviewing and altering the laws initiated by the lok sabha the members of rajya sabha are elected by the elected members of the legislative assemblies of various states there are 233 elected members plus 12 members nominated by the president second function of the parliament to control guide and inform the government the parliament while in sessions begin with a question hour the question hour is an important mechanism through which mps can elicit information about the working of the government this is a very important way through which the parliament controls the executive by asking questions the government is alerted to its shortcoming and also comes to know the opinion of the people through their representatives in the parliament that is the mps asking questions of the government is a crucial task for every mp the opposition parties play a critical role in the healthy function of the democracy they highlight drawbacks in the policies of the government and programs of the government and mobilize popular support for their own policies the government gets valuable feedback and is kept on its toes by the questions asked by the mps in addition in all matters dealing with finances the parliament's approval is crucial for the government this is one of the several ways in which the parliament controls guides and informs the government the mps as a representatives of the people have a central role in controlling guiding and informing parliament and this is a key aspect of functioning of indian democracy who are the people in parliament the parliament now has more and more people from different backgrounds for example there are more rural members as also members from many regional parties groups and peoples that were till now unrepresented are beginning to get elected to the parliament there has also been an increase in political participation from dalit and backward caste and minorities it has been observed that representative democracy cannot produce a perfect reflection of society there is realization that when the interests and experiences separate it is important to ensure that communities that have been historically marginalized are given adequate representation with this in mind some seats are reserved in the parliament for scs and sts this has been done so that the mps elected from these constituencies will be familiar with and can represent dalit and adivasi interest in the parliament similarly it has more recently been suggested that there should be reservation of seats for women the this issue is still being debated 60 years ago only 4% of the mps were women and today it is just above 9% this is a small share when you consider the fact that half the population are women it is issues of this kind that the force the country to ask certain difficult and often unresolved questions about whether our democratic system is representative enough 
the fact that we can ask these questions and are working towards answer is reflection of the strength and the faith that people in india have a democratic form of government thanks see you soon goodbye